Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Crosstown Rivals. My name is JP, if you haven't forgotten, and I am once again accompanied by my good friend, Anthony, also known as AB. AB, how are we doing on this fine Tuesday, May 31st? It's June tomorrow. We got in those summer vibes. AB, how are we doing? We're doing good. It's been a minute, so we had to make one of these, but it's been a, a lot to cover. It's been a hot, hot minute. The last time that we were on here was um, back in March um, while we were doing a March Madness preview. Um, that's how long it's been. The tournament is long gone. Um, the offseason is in full swing for both sports. I mean, to be exact, March 16th, that's uh, two and a half months. We've been gone for a long time. And we apologize for that, boys and girls. Um, you know, we've been really busy with school. We are juniors in high school. Um, you know, it's, it's been hard for us, you know, a lot of classes, we are back and hopefully for good. Now, today, we're just going to be doing, you know, a little bit of a recap of what's gone on in football and basketball for both schools. I was just like a, a little, like a little update. We're going to be giving our offseason grades thus far and all of that. Um, and hopefully, you know, in the future, we can, uh, you know, before the season starts, do a couple fun episodes, you know, jersey ranking, stuff like that, fun stuff before the season really starts in August. Um, so, Anthony, where do you want to start, football or basketball? Um, so let's go football probably first. Let's go football first. Um, it is coming up soon. It, you know, it's less than 100 days away, I believe, till college football yeah. begins um exciting exciting so um honestly if we're gonna be you know um totally real here there hasn't been much too 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 much going on between both of these schools you know we're just gonna like talk about the, the roster outlook and give our off-season grades so let's start off with michigan state anthony um your beloved school um you know it, it They've had, you know, a couple – the roster has changed since last year, you know, you know, losing Kenneth Walker is a big one to the Seahawks. Um, he almost didn't even get drafted by the Seahawks because he missed the phone call about, like, five times. I mean, I would, I would do the same thing as him. Seahawks are actually pathetic now. Yeah, I mean, but – um, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's – you know, look, it's going to be a different year for Mel Tucker and the Spartans, but – Anthony, like, go give me like a roster breakdown, coaches, everything. You know, how's it looking? A depth at every position, pretty much. Um. So off offensively, obviously the big loss is Kenneth Walker, but Jalen Naylor is also a big loss guy on the outside that played good minutes, not good minutes, not basketball. You know, good good reps at receiver. Um, I like quarterback. I like Thorne. I think he's solid. You know, he's not. You know, I think he's well above average as a quarterback. So I, I can live with him there. Um, I like our receivers despite losing Naylor. I like who we have coming in. I think Trey Mosley's sure-handed. Obviously, Jaden Reed is a top-level receiver in the conference. Keon Coleman has a lot of upside. He has some other young guys behind them. So the receiver's good. Offensive line's a little worrisome. A little worried. It's not from a standpoint of like not having anyone. It's they're pretty thin. Um, so gotta hope injuries kind of stay to a minimum. Maybe use the one last transfer spot that they have, but I doubt it. I think the roster is pretty finalized. Um, I know they run a Washington State transfer though to help there. 
Running back, obviously, is a big question mark. Um, you know, replacing Kenneth Walker is going to be really hard, obviously. So I, I think what they're going to do is go with the two-back committee. Berger, the transfer from Wisconsin, and Broussard, the transfer from Colorado. Those I know, I, I, let me interrupt you there. I know, Anthony, you're not too high on the running backs of this year. No. Um, Berger, I, I've watched him at Wisconsin. You know, he doesn't impress me very much at all. But Broussard's Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year yeah. last year. So, I mean, there that's something to kind of look forward to. Um. I think they'll, they'll split carries to start, but yeah, I, I do think Broussard is kind of the guy. If I had to, and you never know, he could he could be good, you know, with Kenneth Walker last year. No one knew what happened, he came out of Wake yeah. Forest, and you know, he became um, the second best running back in the country. Mm-hmm. I um, also think we behind should... Hassan Haskins, but whatever. Quickly, quickly on the tight ends, just I think they're gonna miss Connor Hayward a lot. He made timely plays last year, but they do bring in Illinois transfer tight end Daniel Barker, which should help that. Then on the defensive side of the ball, you know, what, what people get, you know, get wrong about Michigan State last year, like the, the actual front seven was not that bad. Like they, they were pretty good at stopping the run. They got a decent amount of pressure. Wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't, you know, the secondary bad. So it wasn't all on defense. So I think they I think they made some good additions, especially a linebacker. Um to help bolster up that defense, you add Jacoby Whitman from UNLV, a linebacker, a bunch of others. Can't think of them off the top of my head. Aaron, Aaron Boulay, I think, from Mississippi State. You got defensive end from Florida, Chris Bogle. So I think you're good front seven-wise. Secondary, obviously, you know, that last last year. So only way it's up, hypothetically. Um, they add Amir Speed from Georgia, who – Personally, I'm not too, too crazy on, but they're pretty high on. So we'll see how that goes. But hopefully, you know, that they've made some changes on the defensive staff, especially in that backfield area. So hopefully, hopefully they're better than last year because last year was pretty much. But yeah, kind of down. Um, new kicker this year, new field goal kicker, Ponder, same Ponder. Ponder is really good. Um, I think Kuiper had a mock draft today. He was rated number one out of all the punters in the draft. But, yeah, overall, overall, you know, I feel, I feel pretty good about the offseason. I'd give it, like, a B grade. So, overall positive outlook on the yeah. Michigan State Spartans. It was, it was a good offseason. You plug things. You know, use the portal. Um, yeah, I mean, all someone, that. Like too. someone else, like someone else didn't. That we'll touch on later. But, yeah. All, all, all that, all that, that was a bit slick, AB. All that to lose to Michigan on that fateful October day, which is unfortunate. But um, let's touch on the let's touch on the Michigan Wolverines in terms of their off season. Um, you know, um, we'll just break it down here. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the offense. I'm a really big fan of the offense. I think to be, the, I think is the second best in the Big Ten behind behind Ohio State. Potentially could be the best offense of the Big Ten if everything works out, but I just think Ohio State is the far best team in the Big Ten. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna win the conference. But you know, we we both said that last year. You never know, you never know what can happen. But um, I'll start off at quarterback. My this is my biggest um worry on the team. Yeah, as, as a quarterback position, I feel like it's just not finalized. If it's just really weird. 
Um, you know, starting off with Katie McNamara and JJ McCarthy. Cade won a Big Ten championship last year as a starter, but he wasn't eye opening, and I don't think he can win you any big games. That's just my opinion. You could talk about the Ohio State game, but you can also argue that, in my in my opinion, without Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan does not win that Ohio State game, and without Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan does not make the college football playoff. So, you know, I don't I don't know what to tell you about that, but I feel like JJ McCarthy is a player that can win you these kind of games, and um, I personally believe that he should be the starting quarterback for the Wolverines come, come the season. But at the same time, it's going to be hard to bench um, Cade. He want, he said himself that he's a Big Ten championship winning quarterback when questioned about the starting quarterback position. And you could just tell he does not want to be benched. And, you know, can you blame the guy? He deserved that start starting spot. But in my opinion, I feel like um, – it's his time to, to go. I think it's JJ's time. If you want to win big games like Ohio State and games like we got railed against Georgia, I feel like those kind of games are games that JJ, when experienced, can win you. But Cade cannot. So if, if, if I had to pick right now my starting quarterback for the Wolverines, I'd have to say JJ McCarthy. But if I had to predict who it's going to be, I really think it's going to be Cade McNamara um, week one. And you never know what can happen. But, yeah, week one, I think we're going to be – if you have to – if I had to bet my house on it, I would say Cade McNamara is the starting quarterback. We so, as, before before you just talk about everything else, this is, only, this yeah. is like the only thing that like really interests me of Michigan because I think everything else is more set, you know, more more like more clear to see. But with the quarterback spot, like it felt like Harbaugh was not really too too comfortable with Cade last year. Like there was a lot of JJ reps, and I don't know. It felt, it felt like it felt like Cade. It, felt, it didn't feel like it was Cade's job. If that made sense. Like it was. They were sharing it, obviously. So this offseason now, obviously we're past the portal deadline. So like, if Cade were to enter the portal, like he wouldn't get immediate eligibility wherever he would go. Yeah, I think so, Cade is. I think Cade will. I think Cade's gone after this year. You cannot like. I think like if JJ sits on the bench all of this year, you're looking at like a potential dangerous situation where yes. he might want to leave the program, but. I personally don't think it'll happen. I think JJ loves the loves the program, loves what we're doing, and like that starting spot is his the third year, like hundred percent. Like I don't, I, just, I don't, I don't think how, like I just don't think Harbaugh's comfortable with Cade. Like you don't think you don't think he's comfortable with Cade? I don't think no. Like I don't think he he got away with it last year. I think he felt a little more comfortable because he could you know lean on the defense, the running game, and stuff. But this year you're gonna have to the, the they're gonna be asking more from the position, obviously. Like. You lose Haskins and other guys on the roster. I just I think you need more from the quarterback spot, and I I agree. And I, in my opinion, JJ is the guy. I I think I think it's a no brainer. Really yeah, do. I do too. I think JJ can give you everything K does, and I think last year the JJ was just um very inexperienced. You saw it in the Michigan State game. He made a couple of big mistakes that I don't want to say led to us losing the game, but they were very massive. Contributed to it, yeah, fumbling the ball. Like, K does not make that mistake. But now that JJ has a year of experience under his belt at the top level, playing the college football playoff, won a Big Ten championship, I think if you, even if you start him week one, he's ready. There's a question yeah, mark. He, he's, got, he's got the playbook and everything down. I agree with you. 100%. And there's a question mark about JJ's health with his shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. But he kind of put that all to bed uh, a couple days ago when he talked about it. He said that he's feeling fine. He learned a lot through the process. Um, you know, there's some worried people that didn't get surgery on it that could come back to linger during the season and i really hope it doesn't but god forbid if it does you know you have Cade right there if he's, yeah. not, 
you know, if Tate right there, which is like, Rather, he's not going to enter the. He won't enter the portal now. He will not do that. No, no. I think Cade will be like Cade. Like, if we're being real here, Cade could start every single year until Jage is a senior because Cade's only a year older. So That's like, true. it's tough. I mean, if we don't win the Big Ten championship this year, I think JJ is the starting quarterback. No brainer. But we, but we did. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different thing. But I, I think if you guys didn't win it last year and like things didn't go as perfectly like let's say you lose to penn state in theory lose to nebraska or something yeah and like it doesn't go like the season doesn't go like the way it actually went i don't think kate's the start i I just think it's literally a no-brainer i think kate's probably out of the program at that point yeah i I mean i have nothing against kate i just don't think he's a big game player he's a game manager he's not gonna he's not gonna lose you a game but he's not gonna go win it but that's not. But I feel like for this Michigan team, that's not. I good. agree. They, I agree for this Michigan program. They didn't. They didn't need as much from the position last year, but this year they need like. They do. They need more productivity. I agree, hundred percent. Um, so let's 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 move on here to the running backs, which I love. You know, this Michigan team is very good. Let me just say that yeah. on the offensive side of the ball, they are at every position. Every position, like on a national championship level on every position. When we get to the defensive side of the ball, though, it gets a bit shaky for me, and that's where my worries are. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's go to the wide receivers. Ronnie Bell coming back for his last year in a Michigan uniform. Of course, he had that fateful injury um, last year, first game of the season against Western Michigan towards ACL. I, uh, I I watched that from about 10, uh, 50 feet away. I saw Ronnie, and his, like, Ronnie was 10 feet away from me going on his cart when I – when it happened, I, I saw him, and you know, like I at that point, I thought our season was over, but no, it wasn't. And it wasn't our season wasn't over because wide receivers stepped up last year because the defense did. But uh, wide receivers are good this year. Ronnie Bell, um, you have Cornelius Johnson, you got Andre Anthony, and Andre Anthony, I think, is a sleeper to be wide receiver one. He is um, wide receiver one, my ass. In your eyes, you think he is? I mean. I think he still has some more to prove. Like last year, he was fantastic when he played. Still got some more to prove in my. Did I say running backs and then go to wide receivers? I'm an idiot. No, I think it's wide receivers. Uh, I, let's just keep going. I, I said running backs. Let's keep going with wide receivers. Right. But um, you know, you, you got Ronnie Bell, Cornelius Johnson, Andre Anthony. You have uh, Roman Wilson. Uh, you have AJ Henning. You have all these guys. I think you know AJ Henning. Who's your three? Who's your three? You like I think I think in real I think realistically, um, wide receiver one is Ronnie. Wide receiver two is um, uh, Cornelius. Wide receiver three is Andre. Wide receiver four is Roman Wilson. But Roman Wilson could be wide like two through four is like very you know I think Ronnie's number one, but two through four is very like you know can happen. Mm-hmm. I think during the season we'll see some things shaking up, but um, you know you never you never know what can happen. Um, let's, let's move on to running backs where I'm very comfortable. Blake Corman, Donovan Edwards. I personally believe Donovan Edwards is the best running back on this team. I think he can do it all. He, he's fast, strong, can uh, take it out of the backfield. If you throw it to him, he is Michigan. Last year, he's like the most receiving yards in a game for Michigan as a running back, as a freshman. I think he's going to be all big 10 this year. I think he's that good. I think he's fantastic. Um, yeah, I think he's special. I, I think they're going to split carries. I think it'd be like quorum 60%, died 40%. But as time goes on, I think you're going to see, um, 
as time goes on, you're going to see Edwards kind of overtake Blake. And they're, they're, they're both fantastic players. Like, they're both different players, though. Blake with that. I feel like, like Donad's. Don ends more three down. Like, yeah, guy yeah, yeah. Blake, those, those tough yards. Exactly. Like, that's what Haskins provided last year. That's why Haskins is a loss, unfortunately. What are you going to do about that? Yeah. But um, I think Donovan Edwards can do that for you. Corm isn't going to get you the extra yardage. Yeah. But he, he his, his speed kind of makes up for that. Like, if, if you take your eyes off the kid, he's he's tw- already 10 yards past you. That's how fast he is. But um, – yeah, that's you're kind of losing that with Hassan Haskins, but um, yeah, I think that uh running back position is kind of set for a couple years to come now for Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the offensive line, which I love. Um, uh, that was the best offensive line in the country last year, and I think it got uh, it kind of got a bit stronger. I think we have the best center in the country. His name is um. You guys might not be familiar with him. He's a transfer from Virginia, Olu Oluwatami. He has been ranked by many websites to be the best center in the country. He's fantastic. Um, just a great replacement from last year. And um, I'm not too worried about the line. It got a bit weaker, obviously, but not too much worries there. Tight end Eric All returning. One of the best, in my opinion, the best yeah. uh, tight end in the in the Big Ten when it comes to blocking. And I also think he can, you know, he proved in a couple games this year that he can give you things in the receiving game. He's he's a, he's a very good tight end uh, after, you know, some uh, early career struggles, you know, question marks. But that kind of wraps up the offense. I mean, I'm, I'm not worried about the offense except quarterback. And I think, you know, me and AB both agree on the fact that JJ should be the starting quarterback. Um, but, yeah, let's move on to the defense. I mean, there, there's no denying the defense got weaker. Um, not much so in the secondary and everything. I, mean, I don't want to touch on the secondary too much. Like, I, you know, Will Johnson, freshman, he's he's fantastic. Um, I think he'll may probably be start starting as a freshman. Maybe you know, we'll see we'll see how that works out. But not too much in the secondary going on. You know, you lost Vincent Gray and stuff, so like it's not that deep. But uh, I'm more. They lose Dax though. They lose Dax though. Oh yeah, they did lose Dax and Hill, which is which is also big. But um, yeah, yeah I think they'll recover there. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that. I'm it's a high. Worried. It's a highly recruited position. It is. It is. And um, to be honest with that, I'm more worried about Michigan up front losing Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo, who were both uh, before the season. Well, Ojabo was a top top two pick, second pick in the draft. You know. Oh, Hutchinson was top two was second yeah. in the draft. Ojabo was supposed to be a top 10 pick right up there, but unfortunately had an Achilles injury at Michigan's Pro Day, which, you know, ultimately dropped him to go, I believe, in the second round to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that that D-line, there's not one player on there where I look at it and I'm like, wow, they can cover that load. I don't think the D-line is going to be bad next year. But if you had to give him a letter grade, I'm my prediction is gonna be like a B minus. Like I, I think they're gonna be manageable. But like Anthony said earlier, that's why the quarterback position is so much more important this year. You cannot rely on your defense to get big stops as much. Exactly. Like it's not gonna be like the same dominant pass rush I was like living in the backfield last year. Exactly. I mean, you had you're not gonna you don't have a guy that's gonna get you three sacks against Ohio State like Aiden Hutchinson. Or a sack in the Big Ten Championship, like Aiden Hutchinson. You're gonna have, you're gonna have to score a little more. You're gonna have to do a little more offensively. You will, and it's just like that's factual. And, and, and as college football has evolved, and football in general, 
Um, mm-hmm. Offense has become more and more important. It's always yeah. going to be the it's always going to be the model defense wins championships. It's also like I, I still believe stands correct. Def- defense wins championships, but you have to score. You need to one. score. But, you do. Yeah. And uh, Michigan, I, I think we I think we will cover up. I, I I'm just feeling like a light from Michigan this year. I will get into record predictions. Um, in August, like I'm not worried yeah. about that right now. Let's get let's let's try and like let the offseason develop a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I just think you know, you need some you need some time. You you gotta give you gotta give some time. We'll, we'll see, but yeah, I want to see how the quarterback spot. Like, Me too. I'm very time. interested to see. And honestly, I I like I said, I think Cade McNamara is going to be starting quarterback start of the year. And Michigan doesn't have a hard schedule this year. They really don't. It's it's in about the crossover like, game. And, they, yeah, I think they play what Iowa, right? I, yeah, I that it's Iowa and it's at Iowa. But let me let me just say Iowa sucked. By the way, if we lose that <laughs> game, it's embarrassing. I was horrible. I I saw someone like come on um an Instagram live. It was arguing how Spencer Petrus is like a uh, Heisman candidate. It, it was a troll, but it was hilarious. It was the funniest thing ever. Like he's. He's god awful. Iowa's god awful. They got worse from last year. We rolled them forty-two to three. I in the think game. Kirk Ferentz is going to be the coach there forever. Yeah, I mean, they only thing, only thing they have going for them is the atmosphere. But um, yeah, I'm not to worry about Iowa, but I'm more worried about. I, I, I'm not worried. I, I think Michigan can go. I think Michigan can be eleven and zero going into the um, going into the OSU game, but you know. A lot of it depends on that quarterback. Like, if you're rolling K, then like, I'm yeah, not like high on the roster. And on paper, we say Michigan can be an eleven and zero going towards the uh, Big Ten championship game. But like, yeah. let's be real here; that doesn't always happen. And is it a possibility? Yeah, but yeah, it's not always the case. Look, as good as as good as Michigan was last year, like they avoid like they avoided a couple possible slip ups. You know, the Nebraska game, Penn State game, like. Every team's gonna avoid, and they're not as good, in my opinion, as they were last year. Yeah, I agree. So they yeah. might be more susceptible to a slip up. So we have to, we have to, we have to, you know, take a week by week. I think but, offensively, Michigan improved defensively weekend, and also you have to yes. remember this is like this was blown over a lot of people's heads. Michigan has two new coordinators, offensive and defensive. Mm-hmm. So it is going to be interesting to see. Wait, McDonald, did McDonald, McDonald stay or leave? McDonald left. McDonald's he did leave. He went. He went to the Ravens. We went back to the Ravens where he was retrieved from. I think okay. we have uh, his team is Minter, Coach Minter, as our defensive coordinator, and uh, Jay Weiss. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm missing up the first name, but it's, his last name is Weiss. Coach Weiss um, yeah. is the offensive coordinator, and um, Ron Bellamy as offensive coordinator. Like they're splitting the calls, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Weiss is a quarterback kind of guy. He's an offensive-minded coach, which I like to see. I, I think he would he would lead JJ. Yeah, yeah. I, I do too. But you know, we're not we're not in there. We're not in the program in Harbaugh's. Been- I, if if you think he's a quarterback guy, I think he'd have to lead. He'd have to lead JJ. Yeah, and he is, and he he knows what he's doing. But Harbaugh has been very quiet this offseason, of course, with the Vikings things. You know, I feel like that's affected us on the recruiting. This is a trip. bad situation because, like you said, Cade's only a year older, so it's like. He is. I mean, like, it's not like you can just like it's not like you can graduate out. You don't want to like. I'm gonna be real here. Up. I'm gonna be real here. I think uh, cover your ears for your uh PG uh PG thirty. This is PG thirteen, but I think Harbaugh needs to grow some balls. If I'm being honest with you, you know we've seen it with Dabo at Clemson. He had what was his name? Kelly Bryan, I believe. 
Yeah. You know what his name was? He was not doing bad at all. I believe they won the ACC with him. And he said, you know, you're out of here. And he started Trevor Lawrence and they won a national championship. Mm-hmm. Trevor's freshman year. Yeah, I think do what you got to do. I think you, you got to do what you got to do to win. And if that means cutting Cade for JJ, that's got to happen. And it is what um, it is. I mean, it's, this is not like a feelings type of thing where like, I am not, I'm, I'm not as much anti Kate as p- other people are. You should see. I wouldn't be either. But my thing is, it's like you need more out of position, plain and simple. You do. I agree. You can't. You can't rely on that defense like we've been saying. But, um, I, I my off season grade for Michigan is going to be a solid B. I'm gonna say it's yeah. a B. B. I thought both teams had a good off season. I forgot to mention Michigan State. They hired Brandon Jordan. As the pass rush specialist, I mm-hmm. think that's gone. That's been like a very um, well spoken hire by a lot of guys. So, you know, yeah, kind of I, I, there. So, I, like, I think both teams had a pretty good offseason. I'm only giving Michigan a B only because of the quarterback situation. If that wasn't going down, I'd lean more B plus A minus. You can even bump up to A plus because, like, Olu Oluwatani, that was an unbelievable get. He mm-hmm. is going to automatically, he's already the best center in a big 10. I mean, we'll see. Um, I mean, wide receivers, Michigan's looking good. Like I said, I, I, I think I, uh, best wide receiver in the big 10 is um, Jackson and Jigba and second behind him is Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed's fantastic. Yes. But um, I think, uh, you know, you have Ronnie Bell who like has been forgotten about because of his injury, which is unfair to him. Mm-hmm. But um you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with both these teams. It should be very fun to see. I'm really excited for so, this. Yeah, this is still, still fun times, though, right now. You got, I think, the recruiting stuff heating up. For yeah, recruiting well. stuff, like, you know, I, we can touch on that a little bit if you want. You know, not much I mean, going on. There's not, we, not too much, but, you know, it's, it's obviously an exciting time, I think, you know, when like, recruiting heats up in June and you get the official visits and the buzz and all Yeah, that. one guy, one, so, one guy I that think, one guy that comes to mind, sorry, Anthony. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, goodbye. I think goodbyes to both programs right now, really. Yeah, they're, they're they're both doing okay, but there's not much to be done, you know. But I yeah. think the one player that comes to mind is um Dante Moore, who yeah. um he's the top ten player in the nation, straight out of Michigan, Mar- uh straight out of King. You know, a lot of Michigan fans still believe at heart that we're getting him, but. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come out here to say that it's not happening, ladies and gents. I, me and Anthony have. Oh know, boy, I, I, honestly, honestly, I don't even know if it's that much of a lot. Like, if you get CJ Carly, I think that's okay. I agree. I mean, it's it, it's just, I, when I look at more, I look at it. He looks to me like me and Anthony have been He looks like an out-of-state kid. You know, like you look on his Instagram. My he man, does too, but like, like it also like, kind of. I question his character a little bit. Like Michigan State gets a three-star commit, Bo Edmondson, like some random guy from Texas. Oh no! Like I can't go there. Like they disrespected me. They got North, another quarterback in the class. More said that. Did more say that? Yeah, like his coach came out and said like all this stuff. Like you know, Michigan State it was a good option, but then it went out the door once they got the quarterback from Texas, the three-star. So I, like, I don't know. I, I think he seems like he seems like a guy that, like you said, he wants to go out of state, and that's totally fine. I mean, you let him do what he wants. It's his career, yeah. but um, I, that's all I can say on Dante Moore. I mean, that's that. This pretty much all that's going down with the recruiting right now. Michigan kind of Michigan a little bit weaker recruiting. That's why, like you know, I bumped him to a B. I I you know like you know yeah. ne- we'll, we'll see what happens with them. I mean. Yeah, we're not we're not buying our players though, like A and M did. 
Yeah, very true. And as much as Jimbo tries to deny it, it won't work with me. He paid. Hey, pay, he paid, and the NIL deals are crazy over there. So there is such an advantage. We probably have every single place in Texas. Very true. Um, Anthony, I think this is a good time to move on to basketball. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd say so. Let's dive in. The Michigan State Spartans basketball. Oh, boy. Uh, let, let's talk about it. Anthony. Anthony's not a big fan. I, I'm so interested to see this. Anthony, give me a roster breakdown of Michigan State, and what are your concerns with the squad? Okay, so. Get your popcorn. This first, and, first and foremost, this is a failing great offseason. I just have to put it out there. It's, it is. Like, I, can't, I can't defend this offseason. You lost players, and you literally brought nobody in. You brought in two, two high school players, one that's probably not going to contribute too much. The other has no choice but to contribute if you even want to be. But, um. So let's break it down. There's not shouldn't take too long. There's nine people on the roster, um, not including Carson Cooper. God, God forbid, I don't include Carson Cooper. But um, okay. Point guard spot, you're you're gonna have AJ Hogard, who I like. I think he's an All Big Ten type of guy, especially this year in the conference. It's kind of weak overall, so I I can see him being. Maybe not first team, but like second team all big time Ho- for Hogard. At the at the two spot, I, I guess you got Akins, like either Akins or Walker starting there. I like both of them too. I, I mean, I guess you can include Walker in the point guard spot too, because Walk- Walker plays more both. Akins is more of a two slash three. So I like both of those. So like the guard, the guards I'm pretty chill with. And I think Trey Holloman could end up being a pretty solid player. Long wingspan, good defender. Um, I just don't know how much he's going to contribute early. Um, why well, I mentioned Jaden Akins as a wing, well, when you only have nine people on your team, well, there's going to be certain positions where you just do not have a lot of depth. So you have Pierre Brooks, who we have to hope develops, because if not, it's very, very scary at the three spot. I think. From what Izzo's been saying, they're going to move Malik Hall down to the three, which I don't really understand. I just think that's kind of like a, I don't want to use the portal type of decision. But I guess we'll see there. At the four spot, I think you're looking at Joey Hauser, obviously, and Joey Hauser's going to play a little bit of the five. Um, Center spot's obviously the spot that has terrified almost every single Michigan State fan. Um, you have Jackson Kohler, obviously. Jackson Kohler, high four-star player in the state of Utah. Great footwork. I, I don't have any doubts about his offensive game, but I just think he's a very limited defender, and I think you're putting him in a bad spot in that center rotation. And obviously – you have the project of all projects, the, the biggest mystery of all mysteries. Is he even in the practice facility? Question, Mighty Sissoko. All the physical tools, in my opinion, but good Lord. I mean, he played less minutes as a sophomore than a freshman, so that's also very alarming. Um, overall, like I could see a world where the season goes okay, especially in a week Big Ten where they can make – like the top four or five in the conference in the regular season. Like I wouldn't be surprised that, about that. But they are literally like one injury away from like disaster ensuing. Like if AJ Hogard or like 
Jackson Kohler goes down, rolls their ankle. Like they are in serious. N I T. N I T. We won't go there. We won't go there. If this, sure. if, if this was, if this was last, if this was last year, like I would actually be like seriously concerned about missing the term. Let, let me the say conference this. is so bad. The conference yeah, is so I, bad. This I year. think that's what's this. I think that's a saving grace. I also give Michigan's. Uh, well, Michigan always has to carry the conference and March. <laughs> it's it just it, yeah, yeah. Like but I'm not. I, I'm gonna say I agree with Anthony, but like I, I would be. Anthony's like been you know telling me how concerned he is with the, with the center spot. I'm terrified about, and I think every single person with a brain is terrified about that spot. And Carson Cooper is that his name? Wasn't even on IMG Varsity. <laughs> Carson, I swear, I, 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 I was at church, you know, open up my phone at the end of the mass and see, oh, he's got, he's got a center. Shoot, his name's Car- Carson Cooper. Look up his name on the internet. He doesn't have a recruiting profile. He's on the IMG B team. He's a late, late addition. I guess. I mean, I guess it's a project they want to try and work on. I mean, so. In my opinion, this, this is technically of ten people. It, technically, it, it's simply inexcusable on Izzo's part. It, it is. is, it is, and I, I, he's come out and said why he doesn't want to use the portal, and it all really doesn't make sense. Like he says, you, you know, you're I a Hall wanna, of Fame coach. Wanna... You're a Hall of Fame coach. You're, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like you're recruiting at Eastern Mississippi. You're recruiting at Michigan State here. So I'm. Like, I've heard, I've heard, like, obviously with Jalen Bridges, you know, we, we targeted literally two wings from the portal this year. J- Jalen Bridges, he went to Baylor. You know, he committed on the visit to Baylor. He, so he didn't even visit Michigan State. He's a transfer from West Virginia. And then the Micah Parrish guy, I think he's a little more known, the OU wing. Um, I think there was a disagreement because he wanted around, like, 30 minutes a game, and Izzo was not about – to um, guarantee him those 30 minutes. I think that's better. You can't be coming in being like, oh, you, you can't be like, I want this. Yeah, I mean, on, in all defense to Micah Paris, he's like the fourth best player on the Oakland Grizzlies. So I, I'm not I'm not crying about losing him. But what pisses me off is that you look at that center rotation. It's it's horrific. It's horrific. It, in college basketball, the center position is the most important. It's a game of crucial. It's crucial. It's right up there with point guard. Point guard and center are two most important. But like, in the final four, in the final four this year, only one team shot about fifty percent from three. And that was Villanova, and they didn't even make the national championship game. Yeah. That's the concerning thing. You you need big men, and that's why like we'll get into Michigan later with Hunter Dickinson. Why I'm like you know I'm much more confident. But, but no, like still from a standpoint of Michigan State, like I could see where it does work because like Izzo Izzo saw a need at point guard last year, and he went out and got Tyson Walker. And if he really thinks he can roll with this, if he couldn't roll with this roster, like he would, I think he really would have actually made an addition. But he thinks in a weak Big Ten this year, the talent isn't that bad on the roster. It's just a matter of the depth. I'm so going like, I'm to I'm, I'm say this, Anthony. I think Izzo knows something that the rest of us don't. Exactly. I think, I think he has a lot of confidence in Sissoko. Maybe he was working on him in the offseason. That's um, what I was thinking. You know, you never know. I, I don't think okay, but I, I don't think Michigan State's gonna win the Big Ten. I don't think they're gonna be and, and, no, and I, I'm totally fine with that. Like in my opinion, for a successful year for Michigan State, you need to make a top five finish in the Big Ten and like a sweet 16-ish type of run for it to just be successful. Just so like you don't hear like the they didn't get out of the first weekend stuff from the school down the road over there. So it's pretty. It's pretty much how I how I view it this year. Like yeah. I don't think it's a championship year when you have that thin of a rotation. Uh, maybe in future years, you know, they're obviously targeting you know Xavier Booker and other things of that nature. So 
see how all that goes. But this year specifically, I wasn't pleased with the offseason. It's an it's a F grade. Like, I mean, it just wasn't good. We'll give it a D minus because I think because honestly, honestly, I really do think if you make an addition at center in the portal this offseason, makes a big you're deal. looking at a team that could actually win the big ten. Like now is not really realistic, but like yeah. But I mean, yeah, we, we, not much you can do there. I mean, um, you, you did bring a new assistant coach, you're not yes, so it, not officially, not not officially, but yeah. these are the reports. But so the reports for Jeff Goodman and all of them are Thomas Kelly has been hired to be the new assistant head coach. Um, former player at Michigan State, young. He was he's on the Western Michigan staff currently right now, technically, but obviously he's probably gonna be leaving that coming days. Mm-hmm. So overall, I like it because I wanted to get somebody young that can work the portal a little bit. You know, some other candidates you were looking at were Tum Tum Naren and Maurice Joseph, two other former players. But Tom I can Tom's look at Thomas Tom Tom's Tom Tom got a he's doing his job right now at uh, Sunrise. That's Sunrise Christian. So I would I would have honestly I would have felt bad pulling him out of there. I think I think he's in a good spot right now early in his coaching career. So I, I like I like the Thomas Kelly hire. It took a while. So hopefully, you know, with you know, different a different just a different like mindset in the program. You know, Izzo was saying he wanted to hire someone that could that felt more comfortable working the portal in a way that, you know, could just manage that aspect of the program. I think Kelly, being a young guy, can kind of fill that void. So I guess, I guess that's good from the offseason. From a standpoint of departures, like, you lose Julius Marvel via transfer, right? Where, where is he now? He's at Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Gabe Brown, Marcus Bingham, you know, they don't use their extra year. Joey Hauser did. And... I mean, JP, I was joking about this. Max Christie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about that. We're gonna talk about the NBA draft. Uh, but Christie, him leaving was very, very brutal. Disastrous. I, I really I, I mean, don't know what happened there. He was probably the worst freshman in the Big Ten this year, but uh, I'm joking. Worst he, was, he was first he was on the freshman on the all freshman teams. Like, I'm not gonna like um, too too hard. Like, I mean, he was, you know, he was, it was. No, he, he was okay. Anthony, we're, we're gonna we're gonna cut the BS here. He was pretty bad, but he was, I, he was pretty I bad. Like, like, there, there's been worse. There's been worse. Like he was pretty bad. I feel like he had the tools to come back. I feel like he had the tools to come back in year two and leave a positive impact, but he thought otherwise. He tested the waters, and apparently, I just feel like he wasn't happy with MSU and the whole situation. Yeah. After reports, his his parents, his his camp. Quote camp. Yeah, his, I don't camp know. his camp and his parents back in the suburbs of Chicago living in their mansion were not. Who are these who are these college kids who average nine points a game in their camp? Like what? Come on now. But I guess it's, it's okay. It's okay. If it, if it does if it doesn't work out in the NBA for Cormac, you know, you can always come back to his lightning McQueen bed and his sandwich and grapes his mom prepared for him <laughs> in the suburbs of Chicago and his rich in his rich mansion that he lives in. Well, there's, there's there's no worries that it doesn't work out financially for the kid. Like he's fine. I mean, but oh, wow, it'd be going in there. Um, I think he is. Um, I think he's deluded. Um, he did hire very him. deluded. He hired very an deluded. agent. Um, he but, he simply he simply sucked from like January till the end of the year. Yeah. So I I don't I don't and I think he was a little pissy in like some of the combine interviews, like 
know, I, I hear, I see Izzo throwing shots, like saying, we think Aikens is going to be a better player than Christie ever was. Izzo said that? Izzo did say that. Like, did he really? Yeah, that's what him and his staff think. Like, it has come out. Like, he said that in an interview with, I think, the Free Press. Izzo said that? Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's good both ways there. If I were Cormac, I would have. If you just didn't like Michigan State, just enter the portal. It, I, I just don't think it makes sense to force an NBA move. That was. But who knows? Maybe shot. nobody would have wanted Cormac. I don't know. That was. But, a, that was a clear shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, Izzo, 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 I think is very clear on the fact that he prefers Aikens. He likes Aikens more. He's honestly probably happy Christy left in a way. But Aikens, I, I think Aikens is tough. I think his junior year. Aikens, was- I, I like Aikens a lot more because Aikens is not coddled. He wasn't growing up on his Lightning McQueen bed and had his grapes and his sandwich cut and and here, hey, shut up. Got got, got his weekly haircut and played at Rolling Meadows High School where the competition was. Um, you know, I don't even know. It's like janitors and like lunch ladies. So overall, overall wasn't a good fit for Cormac at Michigan State. We wish him as we wish him as best. We wish him the best, but I mean, yeah. I I was talking this about Anthony. You know, Tom Izzo and freshman is a very interesting relationship. It is. Um, so we we're talking about this, like you know, Miles Bridges and um Jaron Jackson Jr. had a very small leash as freshmen. Yeah, you know, they weren't given much opportunity. None of that. Mm-hmm. Once they made a mistake, straight to the bench you go. The one year Tom Izzo has a longer leash on freshmen. It's with Max Christian. He absolutely, you know, shits the bed. I I just I don't get it. I don't understand. Like Max Christie took the most shots on the team. He played the most minutes. He had the ball the most from a standpoint of usage. I don't understand. Like they did everything they possibly could to please him. And, Everything. And I don't even point, know if Duke would give that big of a leash. You know, I think I think that hates. I, I think that not hates. I think that hurts. Um, Jake Nakins, in terms of the fact that he could have been getting more minutes. Exactly. Honestly, I think if if Max if Max Christie you take take him out of the equation, if Jaden Akins plays the amount of minutes Max Christie did last year, and had the amount of shots and like the amount of overall um, contribute opportunity to, to, to play and, and contribute, then I, I think I think Michigan State might have been a better team last year. They might have. Maybe didn't get knocked out on the first weekend again. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it might have not went as bad as it did in the middle of the year when nobody could hit a three in Cormac and Gabe Brown were obviously a big part, but a lot of Cormac like okay when when okay we have to say this when ab saying poor mac he's talking about max christian yeah, i don't even know he doesn't deserve to be called max anymore after this year honestly like it was poor mac it was so great name. it was so greatly displeasing i i thought that was a meme but then i found out his actual, his actual name, name and i couldn't stop laughing anthony told me that yeah, you, you could tell he just he's a kid that was raised in the suburbs of chicago there we go stalking. okay ab 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 said it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go on lightning mcqueen ramp and all that but he, he's a soft, he's a soft kid. You know, his feathers got a little brushed in the Big Ten. He couldn't last twenty games in the Big Ten, and you're telling me that he, if he gets drafted in like the second round per se, they send him down to the G League like pool. This man couldn't make it through twenty games in the Big Ten season, and he's gonna go play against grown men in the G League that are trying to put food on the table. <laughs> I just think that's a recipe for disaster right now for Max Christie. I I just don't see the way out for him. Now, maybe he was promised some first-round pick by 
the Memphis Spartans over there because they seem to only want to draft Michigan State players, or I I don't know. Like, but like, if he gets drafted by the Kings or something, I fear it's over for Cormac and Cormac and company. Watch him get drafted to the Warriors and then impress. Oh boy! But I just I like how can you draft this kid? Like, just how <laughs> he he like he literally he sucked. He sucked for like seventy five percent of the year. Very true, Anthony. Very, very true. So I, I think we're done. I think we're done. Michigan State in general. We, let's we, move on. Yeah. Let's move on to our real school. Uh, let's talk oh, about yeah. the, the big, the big boys. Instead of getting a failing grade, they're gonna get like a what? Let me get the average grade from John Paul here. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the Michigan Wolverines, my squad, twenty twenty three national champions. Um, big hunt. So here's the thing with um. With with Michigan, um, it's it's difficult for me here, and I I think the team, to honestly, got worse over the off season. I don't know if I want to say that. Oh, yeah, by by the way, tomorrow tomorrow don't tomorrow, lose okay. Well, I I want to say. Oh, yeah, I want to say it, Anthony. I I, I'll leave, I'll leave it to John Paul here in the Michigan. We'll say I'll say it later. I'll say it later when we're talking about it. But it's not it's not like thank God he didn't punch me. Thank God he didn't punch me. Yeah. Uh, but um. I don't know if I want to say this team got worse, better. I don't. I don't, I don't make any claims, but um, if it got better, it's not significantly better. The offseason could have gotten better for the Wolverines, and let me tell you why. Let me, let me tell you our starting lineup for next year. There, it, it's very worrying to me. Um, I, and all being said and done, I think both of these teams are going to be mid next year, like they were this year. Not as bad. Not as you know. I don't think Mich- I don't think Michigan's gonna be bubble watch again. I don't I don't think so. I think we're gonna make I the tournament that. comfortably. I think we're gonna be you know in that seven seed range. Same thing with MSU. Maybe a little bit worse for Michigan State, like ten seed, but we'll see. Um, point guard is Jalen Lowen. I don't. Uh, he's Princeton Lawan. transfer. Lowen. I don't know. Princeton transfer. Ivy League player of the year. I like Ooh. this guy. I like this guy a lot. I like it a lot, but. What I don't like about it is Frankie. We we sacrificed Frankie Collins for Jalen, and that that to me, in the end, is more of an L than a W, which which is unfortunate. Uh, Ab hates Frankie. Ab was slandering Frankie, but I still think I, th- I still think it was a big loss. I I, I think it was a solid loss because I think Frankie was finally you know hitting his stride. I think I, I really think he was in terms of Michigan. I think he was finally getting comfortable, you know, in the tournament. He kind of showed against Colorado State that he can play at that level. He's not, he can't shoot the basketball though. And honestly, Michigan fans who were saying, oh yeah, he'll get better, he'll get better. Genuinely, I think when you can't shoot the ball, you're kind of where you are. Maybe you improve a little bit. I, I just, you know, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's, you know, you can't improve it that much, but. Jalen's going to be starting next year. It's looking like he's very good. He's a very good player. He averaged over 15 points per game at Princeton. Was the high big player of the year, like I mentioned. But um, depth of the point guard position is very brutal. You have Kobe Bufkin now, who needs to step up after a very underwhelming oh, yeah. freshman season. I'm giving Kobe the benefit of the doubt because he did not play his whole senior year in high school. He broke his hand, coming off, you know, a tough injury. He didn't do much last year. Couldn't play on the defensive side of the ball whatsoever. Could barely shoot the basketball. You thought he just started playing a year ago. But um, I kind of have like a general rule. If you don't, you know, after your sophomore season, show any signs of improvement or con- contributing to the team, 
don't think you ever will. And next year is Kobe Buskins, you know, last chance on my watch. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see him play, but he needs to have an increased role. And um, we went to the shooting guard, Jet Howard, who, in my opinion, is fantastic. I, 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 gen- I genuinely think this kid is very Will special. I, I think he's going to start. I think he will for fresh, his freshman year, which is, you know, it's – it's Boys it's gonna, Allen Iverson, I, I see it. You know, Anthony, shut up. But, <laughs> you know, Jed Howard, um, I think fantastic with the ball in his hands. He's really good at creating his own shot. Um, you know, I, you know I, I think he's going to start next year. I think he's going to make a positive impact on the team. Um, Jed Howard. And then moving on to the two spots that are worrying the most, the three and the four, with Caleb Houston and Musa Diabati. Uh, well, Musa's gone. Because, okay. Like, I, like, Can you make that official? To, okay, let me just say this. Tomorrow is the deadline to withdraw from the try to withdraw from the draft, but Musa's looking is like looks like he's gone because Musa impressed. Like he impressed Anthony. He was great. Yeah, he tested really well. I heard he was like among the best there. Like he was fantastic and good for him. You know, he was not. He was he was pretty good. I I would say he had a good freshman season. He wasn't out of this world. He wasn't it was better than Cormax. I'll tell you that. Better than Max Christie. <laughs> but well, I mean, uh, yeah. Musa has the pressure of you know having to put food on the table. I mean, everything will be okay for Max, no matter what. So, and yeah, I mean, the thing with uh, and then moving on to uh, um, yeah, what's his name is gone. Um, okay, Eli Brooks is gone. Musa's gone. Uh, Eli Brooks is gone. That's the shooting officer I was worried about. But just moving on to the three, um, Caleb Houston. It's looking more and more likely. That um, he's he's gone. It is. I, I don't know what these dudes are thinking. I, I don't. I don't know. Who is promise? If we if we turn on the NBA draft, I I swear that if they if they get drafted like Cormac and and Caleb and like some first round like shocking pick like via promise. Well, it's looking like Caleb. Caleb's rejected a top twenty five pick, Anthony. I, I, who is promising these guys? This, that, that's my thing. Guys who average single digits a game. And I, I honestly wanted Caleb back more than, more than Musa. I think Caleb, if he improves, Caleb would have been important to bring back. Yeah. No, because Caleb, if when okay, so here's the thing with Caleb. There were times last year where he was literally just doing cardio out there. Like he was just like doing nothing. Even like, even then, he's a stiff. Like he could barely move. Yeah, he's he's. But when he was shooting the ball well, which we saw on rare occasions, wow, he contributed and the team was better. And yeah. I think I thought next year, looking forward, he could do that. But no, and looking like those two spots are gonna be I say, like I, I've heard a lot of OKC buzz for um for my guy, my guy Caleb Houston. Really, Sam Pre- Sam Pressy. You know, leaving some promises out Oh, there. they have picks to waste. They have picks to waste. Yeah, they do. They do. They have like a thousand of them. But um, if Caleb leaves, that kind of leaves like, you know, Terrence Williams, and I don't even know who to cover the spots. Oh like Terrence Williams, is, Terrence Williams is, is, I think he's fantastic. He's a good defender. He's a good defender. He can, when he's on, he's on. He turns to Steph Curry at the end of the year for some reason. I don't know why. But I think, you know, I, I don't know about him in a starting spot, but um. Ben's looking weak if he's starting. No, no, no. The Michigan is just the in terms of depth this year. You know, it isn't too great. And you know, um, 
the the biggest loss in my opinion was not getting Terrence Shannon, which was very unfortunate. Oh very boy, unfortunate. that it, was quite the recruitment. It was considering like you know I don't know to fill you guys in. Um, Terrence was pretty much committed to Michigan. Uh, like you know it was it, under underground he was you know I'm pretty sure he told Hunter Dickinson and Jed Howard that he was going to be attending the school. But then you know some late drama with Texas Tech's coach that the the school that. Shannon is transferring from, you know, uh, Hunter Dickens just threw some shots on Twitter at the Texas Tech coach, but like, I, I don't think, ultimately, I don't think the Texas Tech coach wanted uh, Shannon to play at Michigan, and he ended up going to Illinois, which for the Illini, let's be real here, they have really emerged as favorites of the Big Ten. squad. Um, Shannon is fantastic. Um, they just got Matthew Meyer, uh, national champion with Baylor a couple years ago. Um, yeah. You know, um, they they've emerged. They're still gonna underachieve in March, but they still they still. I can, are. I can see if, if it right. They can keep the round of thirty. You will try there. What'd you say? If if all goes right, if all goes right for Illinois this year, they can keep that round of thirty-two game close. They could. They could. Um, but yeah, I think they're. I think that, you know honestly, I was telling you, I think like a month, a couple months ago. Like if we got Shannon, I, I, Michigan would be my pick to win bit would win the Big Ten, but in all honesty, not anymore. I think Michigan will place top three, but the Big Ten is very very weak this year, like very weak, like it's very weak, and um, you know, I think Indiana and Illinois are probably above Michigan right now, but um, mm-hmm. you know, Purdue returning eighty, they're not too hot, but um, we'll really we'll have to see what happens, but um. A lot of you bad know. situations. Like I was gonna fall off. It's kind yeah, of it's not. Off. It's not very. It's not very good. But um, I think they maybe get like six tourney teams. Maybe. Yeah, it's not gonna be good. And out of all those teams, the farthest one will go is like watch them go to the final four. This year. just watch it happen. Watch this year be the year. Watch this year be the year they get a national championship. Yeah. Big thing isn't. It? But um, you know. Let's move on to Michigan in terms of the big man spot, Hunter Dickinson. That's the thing that's keeping me going. If we didn't have Hunter Dickinson right now, then we'd be a shambles. You could probably say we wouldn't even make the tournament next year without Hunter Dickinson. But he's back for year three, to many people's surprise. NIL having a big factor in that. Um, but, yeah, Mich- Michigan's gonna, Michigan has the best big man in the conference. But um, Give me Joey Hauser. And here Anthony goes making an unfunny joke. Way to go, Anthony! But yeah, I, I, so are, are we going? Are we going Hunter over Trace? Yeah, we are. Ooh, okay. All but that one meeting where Michigan decided to collapse for the last ten minutes has Hunter dominated Trace, including at Assembly Hall. And it's I, I'm I'm very I do love I some Trace Jackson as you know us Michigan State people, we've rumored Trace Jackson Davis be transferring to Michigan State virtually every single offseason. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. I, I'm actually very surprised he came back. I did not expect that. I just don't think he tests well as a pro. I, mean, I think he's tested the waters a couple of times now. Yeah, but let me give you my rating right now. Michigan's offseason grade. Um, all things considered, I think it's a C. It's yeah. It's it's a very average. If we get Caleb Houston back, it's a C plus. Okay. But it's it's unfortunate. The squad's not looking too good next year for either side. Michigan State especially, they're gonna struggle. I fear. Um, but you know, yeah. but I forgot. I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention. We have Terrace Reed, who 
he's pretty good. He's um, big time. I wanted him. Yeah, AB did want him, and he he's gonna get Hunter's not gonna have to play every single minute this year. We're not, and no Brandon Johns, no unfortunately no Adrian Nunez. Oh boy, the VCU, the VCU Wolverines, the VC, and Deb Jackson, but um, yeah. Um, it's funny thing with these guys transferring. You know, we, we were joking about Rocket Watts <laughs> going Rocket Watts, play. OU Grizzly, go Grizz. Um, Imani, Imani Bates still undecided right now. Dropped me, the top me and six Anthony, me and five Anthony, years ago. Me and Anthony can confirm that uh, OU are in our top 10 for colleges, so hopefully yeah. Rocket's still there and we go. But we'll see Rocket Watts there, maybe you know, Imani Rocket, Bates is able to bring in an offer, so I mean, yeah, I mean. We'll, we'll really see with that, but you know, I think this is a good time to close it out. Um, we had a gr- we had a great episode today uh, after a little hiatus from us, two and a half months off. But I feel like we bounced back pretty good, AB. Wouldn't you say? Say yeah, we did. Covered a lot. Yeah, we we apologize. We apologize for that, guys. And you know, we're gonna try and be better. School's coming to an end, and we should be able to come on more. But um, yeah, I mean. All I could say is have a good rest of your week. And yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you guys next time on Cross Side Rivals.